and say like, and be like to their children like, say hello to your new grandpa. <laughs> I I know that grandpa died last year, but look who we have adopted. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Zoran and the caviar. <laughs> I, I need coffee. Jesus. I, I just woke up. It's like 5 a.m. You did not just woke up, dude. I did just wake up. I <laughs> oh, you're lying. <laughs> I don't know what Liar. you're talking about, but it's, it's definitely 5 a.m. <laughs> no, it's 11 p.m. You fool. Sure. Uh, I want, I want to sleep. Oh god, darn it! What have you been doing the last week or so? Well, since last time we spoke. Well, a lot since uh, you know we aren't good at doing stuff so we haven't done a podcast in like two years accuracy accuracy 100 but uh, basically i've been doing school i got the good grades oh my god writing notes being doing a couple of streams check it out by the way and i've been uh, having a good time you know being a teenager i have i have also been being a teenager which means dying slowly you of know, course. It takes time. But, uh, you know, I'm getting there. Uh, yeah. What do you, have you done anything? Like, have you any goals? Any goals? What are our goals? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I haven't heard about any goals. You're definitely a teenager. I am a, the definition of a teenager. The only thing that makes you a bit not a teenager is that you don't go with you know expensive clothes and drink and go to parties ah yes i am not the type of party guy oh god <laughs> i almost <laughs> dropped my phone <laughs> uh, yes yes but uh <laughs> but i i thought that uh, we should try and pump out these bad boys regularly maybe two times a month or some shit once a week. Once, two times a week, every month. Oh, that is hella optimistic. Yeah. Oh my god. But I mean, um, yeah, we're gonna try and be more regular, um, not just release once every couple of months. We're gonna try and do some stuff. But um, today I thought about you know the talk about the election in America. Election. Wow. I know. The big thing. The big one. The thing that everyone talking about. Yes, the big juicy old election over in the good old states of America. The United States. The United States of America. America. Flip yeah. Okay. Hell election. Yeah. So we have we have Mr. Joey on one side and we have Mr. Trump on the other side. Who do you think are gonna win? I think Trump's gonna win. Yeah, yeah, kind of me too, dude. It's uh, but uh, you know, you never know. It's uh, that's the thing with these elections. It really, you know, you don't know what's gonna happen, or you think you know what's gonna happen, but then the complete opposite thing happens, and you're like, "What the hell just happened now?" Yeah, yeah. 
because the um, the thing is that everybody was like, oh, we we should uh, we sh- I think Hillary is gonna win since it makes sense. But that's the thing, it makes sense. That's why it's not gonna happen. Yeah, because that's the way of the American thinking. You know, if it makes sense, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. That's why I think like. The problem with Biden is that I think he's the better candidate, but he is just too boring. The only thing I've heard him do that's kind of maybe controversial is when he was like, shut up to Trump. But that's it, basically. He's a bit of a boomer. Definitely. Let's just put it that way. He messes his words up all the time. Yeah, he's kind of like... And and not on purpose like Trump does it. He is like... Yeah, Biden, you're like, you're playing the risky game. Yeah. You know, like, if you win, it's, uh, you're, you're lucky, you know. Yeah, because I think, like, he's the safer choice. Like, I think if I was an American, I would swallow my pride and vote him, even though I think he's a boring ad. No, no, if you were an American, you would not vote for him, because he's... He's the stable choice, you know. That's why you wouldn't vote for it. No, 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 no. I, I think I actually, God. I think I would actually want to do it. Actually, you do because I think a lot of the time people are like, "Oh, I won't vote him because he's boring and stuff." But you have to think about what is what is the best for your country, and I think Biden would be the best for the country, like straight up. So I I think that I would try and vote Biden, but that's the thing. I have to, like, say I will vote Biden even though he's a boring, dumb idiot, you know? And, but but America... We're not saying that he's a boring, dumb idiot. I am saying that, but we're we're not both saying it. I'm just the one saying it. The the official side of things is that we're not saying it. (laughs) Yes, but I'm saying it. You're just saying that you're not saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, we're not saying, but you're saying, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah. you, you get what I'm trying to say here? <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, ah, uh, you know, the thing is, you know, Trump is really, he's, he's a lot, he's, he's a mouthful of everything, basically. He's a big lad. And the thing with Biden is that, like, he's fine and all, but, like, he's, you know, like, he's, there's nothing crazy about him. He's just, you know, good old Biden. He's Ex- like... ex- ex- except his age. That's, that's kind of crazy. He's not that old. Oh, but he's the oldest one. You know, when they're talking about, like, there was literally a news article about Oh, we have to think about who's going to replace him because the chances of him dying while being seated at the Oval Office is pretty high, you know? Then then you know you're pretty old. Anyways, um, yeah, so I feel like the Democrats, like, they should have had... For them to win this year, they would have had to have somebody that was kind of crazy, you know? Yeah, they should, like, uh, you know, Bernie. They should have had Bernie. I mean, he's, yeah. he's kind of crazy compared to the Americans, right? Yes, but Bernie is like, you know, he's rich and he's... 
He's like he's kind of like a Republican when you think about it. Or like nah, that's... he's like a a socialist, maybe. Yeah, but like yeah, but the thing is, they would have to have somebody that was like really democratic, you know. Like. But Bernie, come on, yeah. Bernie is actually very democratic. He's like. Uh, cares about all the different people, care, classes, he wants to increase taxes. He's like a Norwegian, basically. Yes, but the American people does not want a Norwegian to rule their country. Why not? We're good rulers. Yes, but they, they, they don't want to be ruled by... Yeah. By a communist? By a dirty commie? Wait, what? <laughs> you know, people call uh, Bernie a commie. God damn it, I'm too tired for this. Anyways, the election is coming up, and, um, yeah, Trump is most likely going to win. Yeah. yeah. Most likely. So, uh, that's going to be another four years. I mean, talking about precedence, it's kind of crazy what's going on with, like, you know, right Russia and... White Russia, you know the dictator? Yes, and also, yeah, all the, like, riots and... Yeah, but wait, I haven't heard about that, but what, what's happening in White Russia? You know, they're standing up against the dictator, you know, they're, like, tired of being under a dictatorship. They want to become flippin' democracy, you know? Are you it's sure crazy. about that? Yeah. Hmm... I don't think it's right for them. I think they should stay a dictatorship. Wait, <laughs> how how can you say that it's right for them to stay a dictatorship when you live in Norway, which is like really, which is like a real democracy? Have you seen the Belarusian dictator? Yeah. He's a big lad. They can't get him off power. Well, I mean, they're trying. You gotta, you gotta give them some credit for the effort, you know? Maybe, but, like, they're not gonna succeed. Uh, who knows, you know? 2020 is a crazy year. And mm. crazy things happen in crazy years, and... I think if the, you know, if the EU, like, uh, came in and helped them, then, yeah, they would be do it. Ah, uh, no, that wouldn't happen. I have a lot of ideas that most Norwegians are, like, don't agree with. What kind of ideas? I want Norway to become um n not a n n like a, a part of the EU, but like literally the EU to become an actual country and Norway to be become part of that. Wait, you want the EU to become a country? You, you basically want Europe to become a country? Is that what you're saying? Yep. That would that that would be really aggressive. I feel like I know. Yes, that would be like, I feel like, first of all, it would be really strange because there's so many different languages in Europe. There's so many different cultures and languages. It's just a big mishmat, mishmat. And it's like, to me, like if I was, I'm just saying, I feel like Americans and these other big uh, countries would kind of look at that like, you know. All the European countries are pretty small, but if they stand together, they're huge. Yeah. So, and that seems kind of aggressive. 
and I feel like aggression is the last thing we need right now. I know I sound like a hippie now, but Jesus Christ, when you haven't slept in, in bloody, uh, bloody 20 hours, dude, you kind of, you kind of start sounding like a hippie, let me tell you. Uh, I, I get it, but like, I think, I think Europe is too complicated and too, di 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 like, divided, and I think Europe should stay together so we can survive in this new world and also to expand the borders of democracy bruh europe is like one of the best surviving yeah because of the european union because of the european union yeah why why would you have to like enforce that even more and just you just create a whole bunch of problems for everybody like what well, first of all, what where where would the capital be located? In Brussels. No, I I mean, uh, what is it called? The current capital of the European Union. In uh, what is it called? The the one little city in Belgium. Oh no! It, what, oh it, yes. The, the Hague. The yeah, Hague in in the Netherlands. The Hague. Is it or, you know, some place in Belgium or Netherlands? That's my answer. Okay. But like, what what do you think? How do you think Russia, China, and America would respond to this? Yeah, that, that's like... that's the thing. I I one of the reasons I want this is because I think United States democracy has basically failed. It's not a good country. I believe it that... hasn't failed. Okay, it's not failed, but it's bad. I don't like it. Russia's failed democracy, but yeah. I believe that the Russia is not a democracy, it's, it's just a f dictatorship. And I believe that China is also a brutal dictatorship that kills millions of people. And I, th I think it would be a good idea for Europe to stand together and expand the borders of democracy. Like, in, in, you know, get Belarusia into the thing, get Ukraine into the thing, pressure Russia to become more democratic, you know. Get United States to become a good country again, and do do everything like make make uh, more economic deals, be more independent, help Africa, maybe get some colonies. I don't know, something like that. This this sounds like a, an act of war. I'm not gonna lie, this really sounds like an act of war. What do you mean? What 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 what, what war? It's it's really aggressive, caviar. It's it's expand the more the borders of democracy isn't like the whole point of democracy that the people choose. yeah but the, but the people can choose in this country like in in the middle east they have so many dictatorships and in like i don't know like yeah, yes but there's better ways to, to do it they than should to they should talk bloody invade they should kill kill all the dictators and make a, a good elections oh god this is how you start world war three Jesus. I I know, but it's more about Cold no. War Two electric boogaloo. <laughs> no European boogaloo, because the, before it was American and uh, Russia, but now it's uh, now it's Europe and the rest of the world. I I, I mean, I get what you're saying, and I see what you're thinking, and I get why that. I get why it could be a good idea, but just in general, it wouldn't work. But okay, but think about it. Think about it. Europe is a small place. We barely have five percent of the world population, or something. 
we, we, we don't hold a lot of power and we will soon be surpassed by China and all the rest. I say that the only way we could kind of like, what, what do I say, like, make us relevant and make us able to change stuff like climate change and, and uh, world politics and all of this. I, I, I want us to be able to, as united, do something about it. And also, you know, fascism, you know, it fascism is on the rise in Europe and like, I think we need to stand united and crush the fascist threat. Burr. But have it, you know, Siam and stuff, and the um, Nordic uh, f fucking resistance movement, and the borderline Nazis in in Germany, and all all the fin Finnish stuff in in England and in France, all of this, and terrorism as well. I think Europe needs to do something about it. Bruh, I don't know what to say. It's to me, this sounds like that would just end in complete disaster, you know? Some people would get way too much power because if not, they would never be able to decide anything because everyone would be from different cultures and want to have a vote in something. And you said you wanted to have, like, no, it's just, you know... Is it really such a bad idea? Y you know, you know, you know... UN United Nations. Yep. Like you know how hard it is for them to make a decision. Yeah, it's because it's, it's because of the Security Council. Yes. And what does exactly. the, what does the Security Council have on it? The United States, Russia, and China. Yes. Really different nations. Yeah, right? but but Europe is not that different compared to the others. If. Have you traveled all of Europe? Have you been to all the different places? Because it is really different in a lot of different places. And it would be... Re and there's so many different nations that... And for the nations to join, they would have to feel like they actually have something to say. Which... I mean, the only thing that you have this working really efficiently would be basically having a dictator. Then, like, everything would have been... You know, decision, decision, decision. You would have fixed all the problems really uh, easily, right? But then you'd have a dictatorship. And it would be the complete thing that you were trying to get rid of. Because that's the easiest way to get as... F you you talk about how um, in it every, every country wants to have its say, right? But that's only a problem if each culture sees itself as different countries. But what if... Like, we kind of integrated every country into a shared European identity. What, 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 what language would we be speaking? Because there's these barriers, I'm telling you, there's these barriers that... Alright, alright, Belgium. Let's take, let's take Belgium for an example. They mm -hmm. speak two or three or four different, uh, uh, um, speak different uh, languages there. And that's still, yeah. that's still a country. What about what about what about Switzerland? That 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 has eight con eight languages in it, and each is spoken. Yes, this is that that that's what I'm trying to say. You know, Norway. There's two main or two main dialects or two different way of speaking, basically. You know. Yeah. And you'd never get the other part 
to speak your type like there's always gonna be a conflict there how do you think it would be to try and get everyone to speak the same language in I never all said, of Europe? I never said they would speak the same language that's what I said about Switzerland they speak eight different languages but they're still they've still been stable for like 300 years yeah but so you're telling me that everyone has to speak a hundred different languages from now is that like we're gonna have like you like you you have elementary school middle school high school college or university and then you have 10 years of language school because you need to speak a hundred different languages no, no, to, no, no, to no, communicate no, no, no. with everyone in, in, in people Europe. In, in switzerland they have eight different languages but that doesn't mean that everyone speak eight languages they speak different languages everyone but that was what i was saying is that maybe the official and the technology and like the political stuff that can do with English, because mo half of people in, in Western Europe speak English uh, in in European Union today, even without England itself. So that would be the official language uh, that we speak, and all the other languages could be local, regional uh, dialects, like people in Norway would still speak Norwegian, but also speak English. So it won't change anything, because all the nations that are all currently in the European Union, most of them, almost everyone, has their own language, plus they learn English. Yeah, 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 and that that's fine. That's fine. Just what what are we changing? What are we changing? We're changing nothing about language. Yeah, but you see, okay, uh, yeah, that's fine. But my main problem with this is, like, the idea itself, because where where does democracy work the best? Okay, Norway is a perfect example. What is it? Norway doesn't have too much of its power. Okay, we don't have any nukes. We don't have any of that. We're, we're a small country and we do great, you know, everyone's healthy, happy and, you know, yes. And the the countries that have the, the, the democracy that works the best are often the ones that doesn't have that much power. And basically what you're trying to do here is that you're going to create these massive powerhouses, China, Russia, you know, uh, America, and then Europe, and then something else might pop up, you know, these massive powerhouses. And what is it they consist of? Power. More power, you know, who's the strongest, who's the strongest. And if it's one thing, and one thing that history seems to always show is that power usually destroys democracies. Like, you can't, like, there's no extremely powerful state or country that has a really well working democracy or society you know like that that's my main problem like if you'd be able to solve that like if you could have somebody so pure but we already but the european union is already kind of a, its own country uh, no. they have their own parliament they vote on stuff they make laws everyone has to follow they have their own government and representatives they speak a common language and they have a capital and it's shown on GDP maps. It's yes, and 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 that works perfectly fine. So why combine it even more to to yeah? Why would you want to combine it into something bigger than what it already is? Well, because bigger is better. Yeah, more power, and that brings me back to my point again. Well, what about tribal societies? They have the least amount of power, but they're not democratic. It's the strongest one wins. Yes, because they don't... They, they, they're they not used to modern society the way we are. They are not... They live in their own societies with their own rules and their own mindsets. And that's just how they are 
born and raised from their what room. about what about rome like rome was the power, most powerful country in the world for a couple hundred years while being a democratic society yes but rome is built on faith basically like it's religious you know religious you know how <laughs> how the fuck that's a religious you know the the people that control Rome are like the church has what I'm talking about when they were democratic. You know when they were pagans. Oh, you're talking about that Rome. Yeah, that Rome. And how many years back is how many how many year back like, years back do we have year, to go year to one one sixty year one like two hundred minus two hundred minus two sixty and stuff like that. When they were and how was. Yeah, the, it, the society was society was kind of different back then. Okay, I'm talking about the last, you know, say three hundred years. That's all what right, I'm talking right. about. Well, because last, that's because now we have nukes, and nukes are they're dangerous. And you know, the last thing we want now is like a world war because that could destroy the whole planet. And that's why I'm trying to, you know, instead of building powerhouses, it would be a lot better if we could like say break russia down into like <laughs> a whole bunch of smaller countries wait 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 wait. what yeah what that, what, that... what smaller countries what smaller countries just smaller countries you yeah, know less w- power w- what would you do like what would you split it up um, into that's like saying oh oh i don't like the united states let's split it up to what yeah, exactly. I that that's kind of my view on your idea to make Europe one big thing. It's just the complete opposite, and I haven't really thought about it, that until now. But that's yeah, I would say that's better than making powerhouses. Let, let me talk about Russia. What 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 do you want to do about Russia? I haven't said I want to do anything about Russia you other just, than bringing you... up that one idea as an example to show the opposite of your idea. Okay. Okay, but okay, but like let's let's not talk about that anymore. What do you yes. think we should do about Russia? What I think we should do about Russia? I mean, as long as, you know, Putin continues to be this chill kind of dictator that Chill? Yeah. I mean, you know, he's crazy, but I mean, I wouldn't exactly call invading Ukraine and like Georgia fucking chill <laughs> yes but like you know we haven't had any like massive cri- like you know they're not on the aggressive side towards the whole world basically they they're they're you know they're they're like a little bit of bullies but yeah it's and the my yeah there's not really too much you can do about russia without creating conflict Alright, but but I'm I'm just talking. How, how think about it like Belarus? They're much weaker than 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 Russia, right? Yeah. But they still have a dictatorship that's arguably worse than the one in Russia. Shouldn't more power equal worse dictatorship? No, that's not what I said. I'm just what I said was that usually if you have a country or. Uh, yeah, a powerhouse with a lot of power, you rarely have a good democracy. Well, I think it's more about culture. 
Oh yes, it's a lot about culture. Because it, in 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 the culture of uh, Norway, it's more about c- coming to agreement and and stuff like that. My mother is doing like an international cooperation course and stuff like that, and she's talking about how different cultures do stuff very differently. And Norwegian people are like, and from Scandinavia, people from Scandinavia, usually are like trying to come into agreement, try to, you know, change their opinion to fit other people's, and not try to do conflict, and that fits very well to being a democratic because we always try to, you know, find the best solution together. But a country like China has a much different view on how to rule stuff. So, I don't know. Like, I don't think it has that much to do about how large like how big a country is it's more about the the, um, the how the the rules view things now people view how things should be done yeah i mean yes all of this you know it, it it all has an impact like power you know culture all of that and but the thing is like the tighter the grip the the less cultural change you're gonna have in a country so, for example, a dictatorship, which it's a dictatorship. There's not much free will, like you know. So the culture, the the culture is not going to change or develop or yeah, evolve basically. Uh, whilst in, for example, Norway, where it's full on democracy, we have freedom of speech, we have all of this good shit, you know, that basically. You can have the thoughts you want to have and think on your own, basically. Have yeah, have your have thoughts of your own, which basically changes the culture. Yes, but I see that in in many or most European democracies in our area, it's basically the same thing. A bit different, but still the same values of democracy, free speech, and a bit more yeah. controlled than America and all and, and like view that the state should, you know, have a say in how people are, like, help people, I guess. So, I... I, I yeah, because the w- grips have... Yeah. It's but, the same. You know. it's, it's the same. Isn't it? It's the same thing. They're all the same thing. Yeah. Pr- I mean, yeah, pretty much. So, but, sh- yeah. shouldn't, like, they be united since it's all the same? Why wouldn't... Why would, why would that change anything? Because the the world isn't the same okay and that's why it wouldn't work because you have russia and china and america yeah that, that's what i'm really saying really different because they don't they don't care about us they don't have the same view exactly us. and that's why we should have a united europe european union would basically mean a lot of countries and people who have the same sort of ideas coming together to fight, like, to be a, a power on the world stage against all the different ideas, so we don't get overlooked. That does not, does not sound too good. Well, okay, without that, the European sounds, Union, let, let's think about it. Who, that, who would care about how... The fact that, our, the our, fact that you're talking about suppressing other thoughts and ideas, that, that's what makes it bad. Like, Alright, what, what ideas did I say we should suppress? No, you di- you didn't say any specific ideas. You just said to make sure that our ideas don't get overwhelmed. Yeah, because uh, other other like big old nations like China and and Russia. But they, do you they... feel like do you feel like China is is having an effect 
on us in Norway right now. Yeah, they, like they're that. definitely. Haven't you seen? They, they. I, I've seen a map of their Belt and Road Initiative. Their new program, and they have like a whole bunch of agreements with no with different countries in Europe, and they're buying up so much. They like everything is. Chinese and China is an evil country basically and they're trying to take over the world together with Russia But so you feel you're feeling like they're changing Norway's culture right now and turning Norway into a dictatorship Is that what you're saying and therefore and therefore and therefore Europe should become one united nation so that we have enough power to withstand China and in the process maybe annihilate the whole world is that what you're saying I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying something similar. What I'm saying is, is that the Chinese, they bought up half of Africa, basically. That's most of trade agreements. They bought up Central Asia. They bought up every country uh, around India. They bought up many European countries. And on the UN, when they vote and stuff, all, most of these countries that are in Africa that are, that are getting f- funding from China, they vote with them without without even questioning what they are like voting on and they're getting so much influence and and together with Russia it's like creating a block of on democracy and like they're trying to kind of like buy up the world and control the world and China is an evil country so if we don't we, if we if we don't stop them from doing that if we don't like hold out against th- this then th- uh, maybe they will get so much influence they will basically will become like a small little fringe of democracy while the whole world is controlled by dictatorship. So basically you're afraid that China and Russia is going to take over the world. Yeah. And you're basically basically what you're saying is that Europe has to prepare for a fight. Not prepare for a fight, more like Stop China from buying our shit and try and stop them from influencing world politics. You know, try and stop them from buying everything. Stop them from influencing UN. Try to stop them to, uh, you know, make uh, like trade agree. I mean, like trade sanctions, so they will get a consequence for killing those Muslims. That that million Muslims they have in concentration camps. And, you know, force them to become more open and force them to stop with the social, like, um, control and all of this. I, I want want something to be done about how China is doing stuff. And that, a united Europe could do that. Yeah, but it could also do a whole bunch of other terrible things, you know? Like what? But what, what, like, what, what, ha- what, what if we, we, what if Europe unites and, but it ends up, a failure and basically uh, pulls the European countries further away from each other than what they were before. Well, the whole point of the European Union originally was to make war impossible by making the countries dependent on each other. So as long as they are dependent on each other, it's unlikely that Europe will go into another war. Yeah, you're, you're building on the scare factor. Like make Europe so powerful that no one. No, no. I mean, against each against each other. You're talking about how uh, Europe will fracture and stuff. But, but how would that happen if we have this like integrated economy with each other? That how would that happen? Well, yeah. That that's what I'm saying. It's it's working out perfectly fine now. But yeah, you know, uh, only if for you... key, uh, because European Union was originally created 
to hold the peace in Europe. But we, yes. we, we have basically done that. But what about the rest of the world? Shouldn't we care about them as well? And like make Europe like do stuff about the rest of the world and have a, a voice is, is, for is democracy. It, is, it your, is it Europe's job to to make sure that the rest of the world behaves nicely? <sighs> I mean, you could say, oh, Europe should only care about itself, but... Think about like United States before when they were uh, isolationists, they basically just closed their eyes and was like nothing's bad happening while Nazis took over the world and with the communists and they only like got out of that phase by getting a real kick in the face by Pearl Harbor. So I think that if we don't, you know, do if we, I don't want, no, I don't want Europe to be isolationist. I want them to try and do good for the world and be a world like um, a positive change on the world and stop China from being this evil force yes um, I mean yeah I kind of agree with what you're saying and I, I, I get what you're and saying I, I, I get that maybe my views are a bit extreme when it comes to doing the Europe stuff but I'm not necessarily saying that it, it uh, like uniting all the kind of things to one country I'm more like saying make Europe take a harder stance and maybe have a more power and influence about how China and Russia is doing stuff and have a voice in the world and not just be small little European countries that only care about themselves and their economies. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but as I've said, I, I do understand what you're trying to say, and uh, but I, I feel like we're kind of at that standstill where you'll never be able to convince me of the other uh, uh, yeah no we're both just a little bit too stubborn yeah I, I mean that's I mean yeah I would say that we're both stubborn because you you, you think like it's like if if your house is burning then of course you're gonna you know put the house out you know you're gonna try and stop it from burning but if your house is fine maybe like it's a bit warm or something but if the house next to you is burning, are you just gonna say like, "Oh, this is fine. I'm not gonna help them. They're not my house." Like, I think you should, you know. No, because I, I, I'd focus on, in that situation, I, I'd, I'd be like, I'm thinking about how to make sure that it wouldn't be burning. Yeah, but instead the, 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 of thinking the, about what to do when it's actually when it actually starts to burn. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying too. If 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 China or like this weird guy is going around like setting houses on fire. And when all the other houses are on fire and we're like, well, it's not happening to us, so we shouldn't care. Well, we should stop China before they go to us and start burning us, too. They will do that if we don't stop them. Because the, the Cold War never stopped. As long as communists and evil countries exist, the Cold War will never stop. Like, yeah. e even though that R Russia collapsed, they collapsed into what? A few good countries, like in the Baltics and stuff. And a bunch of authoritarian and you know, dictatorships. It's still the same. Like, the, the world hasn't become better after the Cold War ended because it's still there, basically. I mean, well, but then at least use this time, this Cold War time, to try to make these U worlds and or U countries better and, like, prepare them instead of just putting resources into. So should we should we prepare for our country to be set on fire or shouldn't we just stop the people who are setting other countries on fire? 
No, because that's that's how you start a war, basically. No, you sh you shouldn't start a war. I'm just saying, you know, make tra trade sanctions and stop them, like boycott Mulan the thing, you know, stuff like that. But more more on the government scale and stop European uh, companies from getting bought up by Chinese ones that are owned by semi owned by the government and stuff like that. Stop their influence. Yes. But I, I agree, we're both too stubborn to agree, I guess. Because we have, we have very different views. But that is yeah. what democracy is about, baby. But yeah, the, back to the original thing. Oh yeah. yeah. Belarus. 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 Yeah, what, what, yeah. wait, what, what's happening in Belarus? No, yeah, the pro pro protests against the, the dictator. Yes. So we'll see what happens then. I, I doubt it will turn into anything big because it's you know. Or maybe, you know, maybe we maybe maybe it's a lot more than we know about, you know, twenty twenty is crazy and you just seem to forget what has happened in the year, you know. First we yeah. had forest fires, then we had coronavirus, then we had Kobe Blind die and that was before what? the coronavirus, but anyways. Did did uh, Hong yeah. Kong happen this year or last year? What about Hong Kong? Uh, the the big old protest. Oh no, that's that's still going on. That's, yeah, but 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 did that 2020. start? Twenty twenty. We did did that. Was that a big thing in twenty twenty? Was that twenty nineteen? Uh it definitely. I, I probably started in twenty nineteen, but it definitely escalated in twenty twenty, when it started getting more uh, violent. Yeah. But then you had the Black Lives Matter protest as well, which just completely took it off. And, you know, you just forget, basically. That's that's basically 2020 summed up in a nutshell. Or... So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. This is the yeah, 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 yeah part of the podcast. Where we just say yeah without any yeah. actual context behind it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> True that, yeah. brother. So you're going to Trondheim in. Um, yep, I'm going to Trondheim, the the third, the fourth largest city in Norway. Yes, and you're going there tomorrow. Yes, I am to visit my father. Very nice. Yes. Very nice. That'll be cool. I'm I'm gonna be there to till Wednesday. Yeah. Epic. Yeah, epic times. Yes. Ah, oh, God, I am so. T I've been so tired these last weeks. It's crazy, dude. Like. Yeah, I, just... I, 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 I kind of have the same situation as you. I've, uh, I felt like I've, I have done so much in school that I've kind of burnt myself out mentally. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. <sighs> like just listen to that, you know. Like it feels like I could just like close my eyes and fall asleep in the chair I'm sitting in, like in seconds. Yeah, and and, it, it's, and it's like you just hit this point, you know. There's like there's one point like every night where you're just like, oh, now I can fall asleep anywhere, basically. Yeah, because I I feel like I'm getting bad sleep. I wake up in the middle of the night in like think it's school and stuff and I'm just really stressed and I don't know what's going on that's not good sounds like you need a holiday 
Yes, but it's not a holiday. It's basically where I go and walk up a mountain every day. For four days straight. Yeah. But then you'll get another, like, four days holiday that are, like, actually holiday. Yeah, yeah, basically. And that will be epic. Because I need a break since my... my I, every day I wake up, every day I'm alive, I feel my head being warm. My, my, head, is, ah. my head is warm. My, I, I, I don't know. Let's hope you don't have corona. No, I don't think I have corona. My sister doesn't have corona. She just took a test. So if, uh, if I had corona, then she would have corona, wouldn't she? Yeah, most likely. And I haven't been coughing or any stuff like that, so I don't, I don't think it's a big problem. Yeah, no, pro- probably not. Most likely not. It, I think it's just because I'm a bit, bit, bit burnt out. Bit bimp. Bit. A little bit, bit, yes, yes. A little bit, 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 bit. Yes. Um, we actually had, you know, staying on the politics side of things, we actually had uh, a political party of Norway visit our school today. And they put up these little stands in wait, the hallway. Wait, wait, which political party was it? Uh, the le- left. The red, the reds. Left. Left. Oh. Uh. Oh. Oh. Is the socialist or the normal? Uh. Just normal. Yeah. Yeah, because there is uh, there is uh, the left party and the socialist left party. Yes, and they're yeah. But this was just the regular old, you know, normal. Yes. Not 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 like the extreme ones that go around and shoot people. Yeah, no, no, no. I think they they had this little, like, you know, pop-up stand giving out posters. I think they were recruiting for their youth party. That sounds a bit extreme. Yes, but, you know, you, you know that. You know that in Norway there's, like, every party has, like, a youth party version of it. Yeah, but I, I don't I, I don't like that. I, I think... I think... You, you don't? Yeah, I don't... I don't like uh, children political party. It's like it's not children. It's youth. I know it's, it's youth because one of the guys in my class, he's part of like in one of my classes, he's part of uh, one of these youth organizations. And I feel like when you put yourself, oh, I'm a member of this political youth party, you kind of like set yourself into agreeing with the, that party and not forming your own opinions. Well, I mean, if your opinions are pretty much similar as the party's opinions, then it's yeah, but fine, but know? like that, that's why some people are like, oh, I vote this party because that's the party I vote for. But I I feel like when you join such a party, even if you have the same ideas as them and the same values, if they change their values, you're most likely gonna follow them, even though you wouldn't have done it any if you didn't do that. I think it it would be better to you know kind of not uh, you know say that I'm part of this party or uh, I'm doing that party or uh, I'm always with that party I think it's better to f- form an opinion and kind of vote a different party basically every year vote a different party every year I mean you could vote the same party year after year if you still agree with them and still think they're the best one for the job but I think it would be best to like don't just vote for uh, the workers' party because yeah, I voted for the workers' party last year. You know, kind of 
see what's going on basically and i think i think being in the youth party and then just it kind of kind of forces your mentality to be the same as that party yeah but you know some some people don't really have opinions of their own that that's just how they are and then i feel like it's fine if they find a party where they kind of like feel like they fit in and you know feel connected my, my ideas are very different from most people and I think yes m- m- I think but you be- are you are you're a little different so it's like on your yeah yeah I- I- in my opinion let me tell, tell you some of my weird ass ideas I I in my opinion I think Norway should become a bit more controlling and should import more uh, immigrants and make immigrants part of Norwegian families, but like not like individuals, but families of immigrants Wait, should what? be part of Norwegian families. Wait, what? So you're basically saying that Norwegian's families should adopt like fifty-year-old immigrants? No, 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 no. no and no, say no, like, no, no, and be like to their children, like, say hello to your new grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I know that grandpa died last year, but look who we have adopted. No, 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 not like that. I I meant more like um, if you have a family of immigrants, you know, it's hard to immigrate and become a part of a, a new country, you know. So I think it would be cool if like every immigrant family had like um a special family of other of Norwegians that could help them with stuff like that, and then the Norwegians get paid a little bit. For helping and like integrating and becoming friends and kind of having a connection family, basically. Ah, uh, I get what you're. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, and I and I think Norway should get a lot more immigrants and focus a lot on um, population growth and stuff like that. Because on the one hand, it means that Norway would will have more workers. That means that the old way will not destroy us, and also it will mean that. Uh, we will have much more talent to make no regrets and also it means that uh, people from other countries that are having a bad time for example in the like the camps in uh, Greece you know they will not have such a bad time and will live in Norway have a good time ah uh, yes yeah no no that's not a bad idea but yeah i mean i mean yes we should we should take in more immigrants but like not like, yeah. No, we should definitely take in more, but not like crazy amount. Yeah, I think one thing is that I heard this from a guy. I don't remember who said it, but they were like, "Ask, try to ask your political party how many, how many would they take in?" You know? Yeah. Because if they always say like, "We want to increase immigration," or "We want to decrease immigration." But I want to know how many, how many do you want every year? How many do you want to reduce? How many do you want uh, not to have? You know, I want to have like concrete numbers. The stats. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Like, like it, then you could kind of compare because when one is, is, says that we should have more immigration and another says that we should have more immigration, you don't know what that means. But if you can see the on numbers, you you kind of it's not just words; it's actual like promises. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean it would be kind of hard to implement, but. But like it, it's not like uh, exact numbers, but like we want to keep it around that, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. I reckon, I feel like the reason why we don't get that is because, like, literally every political party has, like, their own, almost, like, parliament where they, like, vote things up and discuss things. And basically everything would take a really long time if they were to get the specifics and they would be, like, they would have to... They would have to have a lot of people that, like, literally had discussing different topics as their jobs, like, full-time. Yeah, but isn't that politicians? Uh, well, I mean, actually, I'd say the larger part of, like, you know, political parties are only, like, part-time jobs when they come in to, like, discuss different topics and stuff, and they usually have jobs or studies that they do, you know. Yeah, but I, I think, like, the, what is the current immigration numbers? Like, 40,000 a year, maybe, or something? Um, so I wonder, like, w- what would they want to increase it to? Would they want to increase it to uh, 60,000? And what would they want to decrease it to? Would they want it to be 20,000? I'm not saying, like, what are you planning to make it, but, like, what would you want it? If you, what would you try and go towards? Because if they say, we want 100,000 a year, that's pretty different from 50,000, you know? Yeah. It might also be because they just, like... Like, they don't know. They just want that they... Or they, they just know that they want either less or more than what's going on now, but they don't know exactly what types of... Or... Like, they don't know what numbers will have what effects, and therefore they don't want to put out a specific number. They just know that they want these effects, and they know that they need less... Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but o- need to but take o- in less people. Also, you what are what are you going to do to make it less? Are they just gonna like accept less people? Like if you're a, a asylum and then you then they don't accept accept you. Is that that, that they want to do, or do they just want yeah, to maybe probably. put out ads saying that Norway is a shitty country, or what do they want to do? No, no, it's just that they they won't accept as many people. But then you have to think about it. Uh, is that moral? Because many of these people uh, live in her- horrible condition. But, you know, is it really moral to send them back to hell, basically? Uh, yeah, but that that's why they, they try to, like, take in those that are, like, um, refugee camps and stuff like that. And not so that they won't get sent back if they get rejected, you know? But or all of that, like that whole topic, is basically just like moral, morals, morals, mor- morals, and how uh, nice are we going to be? Basically, uh, how many refugees do we want to take in? Because it's yeah, and that's there's a lot of different opinions on that. Basically, from all the different parties, have a lot of different opinions. Yeah. But I, I think more statistics should be used because logic should also be implemented in politics. It shouldn't just be about morals because communism is, you know, mo- about how utopia and like make the world the uh, greatest place. But I think policies and lo- like statistics should pre- probably also be a big part of it, right? Yes, but, but, but it is. But it's just the refugee part in Norway is like, that's like... You have the moral 
thing on one side and then you have the logistics and like what like you know those parties that talk about like what the all the horrible effects this will have on this and that because of the refugees and oh no and no resources you know so it's everything just everything is just a mix basically and that's kind of how it is because if you get too much of one of those things it, it it that's wrong basically like for example communism yeah yeah i i i get what you're saying but um cuz like i i'm not a politician and i'm i don't know that much about politics but this is what i understand from what i know about politics so i might be wrong but yeah yeah and also um but because it's hard to compare different parties because you you just read uh, their their websites and it's basically is this just a bunch of bullshit or do they actually mean it? Uh, well, that's like a whole different. Yeah, and subject, also like I, I think it should be like what about like statistics and like w- what they want to do indefinite and not just a bunch of <sighs> abstract stuff and what they stand for or something. I don't care about what party stands for. I want to know what they do. What they want to do. Yeah, but yeah, but at the same time, it's like it's they can't really. Uh, yeah, no, they 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 don't know what the future is going to bring. So, like, even if they are, like, their mindset is like, okay, we're gonna do this like a hundred percent. Like, the future could something could happen. Like Corona, for for example, you know, say, uh, for example, somebody would uh, or. Uh, the party that won was like a hundred percent determined that we're gonna ha- we're gonna we're all gonna give hugs. We're everybody's gonna give hugs every day because that's gonna make society better. Okay, that's just an example. And then Corona happens, you know, and then that wouldn't happen. And some people, if that was their promise, you know, some people would be disappointed and they'd be like, "Hey, why did you lie to us?" You yeah, know? yeah, and and it shouldn't that be fair? Like, they sh- should think about the consequences of all, of their policies, and not just talk about a bunch of bullshit. Yes, but that's that's why they don't. That's why they're not that firm on what exactly they're gonna do. They're more like, "Okay, we're gonna do something within this." topic or genre and we're gonna do something here and this is kind of what we're gonna do and this is what we want to do this is what we envision and uh we're gonna do this first and that second you know yeah um i think i think you're right about that i know i understand why they do it but i just it's easier for me if they would just say outright what they want to do yeah true true but look at the time we've been talking for an hour wow so i think we might just maybe end it end it yeah yeah probably yeah That that and that that that's a wrap. <laughs> then uh, goodbye. Thank you for watching.